Hey, hey, get ready to jumpstart your wellness journey with the Awaken Your Best Health podcast. We're dialing up the energy, turning on the excitement, and diving headfirst into a world of better health. Join me as we unravel the secrets of how to regulate your nervous system. You'll learn why paying attention to your nervous system is so important and why this is truly the key to long-lasting transformation and better health. Are you ready to smash your success and get back in the driver's seat of your mental, emotional, and physical well-being? Let's banish the blah and embrace the brilliant because your health journey is about to get a turbo boost of fun, positivity, and game-changing insights. Tune in and buckle up because together we're unleashing the power to awaken your best health. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you five lessons that I learned this summer from prioritizing self-love and really exploring self-care in a whole new way. So 2022 was really challenging for me. I went through a separation. We sold our house, moved to a new home. My kids went to a new school. There were new friends and there was divorce. There was just so many big, huge life transitions. And when you're in the deep darkness, it can be really hard to see that light. You know, it's like, when is this going to end? Like, when is this going to get better? And through all this stuff that was happening in my life, I decided in January that I'm committing to a year of me. So 2023 was the year of me. Now it sounds so weird to say that, right? Cause it's like, what do you mean? You're going to focus on yourself for the year? Like that makes no sense. But for me, I really, I was looking at my kids one day and I said, you know what? They deserve a happy mom. They deserve a mom who prioritizes herself so she can give to them from this overflow of love and connection and presence, not from this depleted state that I feel like I was in for so many years, you know, definitely for the last three years, I was kind of in it before COVID. And then once COVID hit and, you know, all the the changes that came with that for all of us, right? I fell deeper into the depletion pit. So I decided, you know, like my kids, they deserve a happy mom. And 2023 was this year of really stepping in to taking care of me. So I know that the best intentions, if they're not scheduled in the calendar, they're not going to happen, right? So I started filling my calendar. I started making me a priority. And in between all the things, you know, client calls, meetings, and everything else in life, I am going to share with you a couple of the things that I did. So I have next to my desk a post-it that has my non-negotiables for the month. And one of those non-negotiables every month is to hike on two new trails. So I started just putting on my calendar, like hike day or, you know, morning hike or something. And I started finding new trails in the area and oh my goodness, there is a trail that's less than 15 minutes from my house that has the most beautiful community garden that I have ever seen. There is a trail that's about 
seven minutes away. It's actually right next to a trail that I've been to probably 50 times. I didn't even know about the other little trail, but it was amazing. I went on this beautiful hike the one day. I was just floored that like, I've never noticed this before and it's always been there. So I explored a lot of different places. I had so much fun, you know, learning about new places in the area. I tried new activities. I went hydro biking, which was so fun. It was so fun. It's basically like riding a bike on the lake. I had pedicures. I had massages. I had beautiful Reiki sessions. I went to a salt spa sauna, salt spa sauna. That's a kind of a tongue twister, right? I went there with my mom three times. We actually have one more session coming up in a few days, but that was amazing. Like something that I have never tried. I've taken so many road trips, some for the day, some for the weekend, some for, you know, two nights or so, but I've just said, Hey, I'm going to this place. And I, you know, hopped in the car and went to that place. I read and read and read so many different books. I listened to more podcasts. I've recently started listening to podcasts again. I actually took a break for a little while because I was a little bit addicted, honestly. And I decided that I wanted to listen to more audiobooks. I wanted to read more paper books, um, but I've gotten back into podcasts and it's great. I have a, a new routine for uh, my my listening. I journaled so much. I now have a solid practice, which feels so good. I've always wanted to to have a solid journaling practice because I know, I know how powerful it could be, but I have, I've never committed to it. So I committed to it. I journaled. I discovered so many new insights about myself and my life and my past and my present and my future. And it's been really amazing. I went to a design retreat in Ohio with the exchange community that I'm absolutely, I mean, this community has changed my life in so many different ways. It was so much fun. So much fun. I started a local hiking group. Uh, we had our first hike a couple weeks ago, and I am so excited to see how this is going to evolve and become something that's really meaningful for the women in my area. So what did I learn, right? What did I learn from prioritizing me this summer, going all in on spending time with myself and learning who I am, right? I feel like after going through a divorce, that was one of the biggest challenges for me is like, how do I rebuild a new identity? So one of the biggest lessons that I want to share with you today is I learned more about who I am. I learned so much about myself from this journey, what I love, what I don't love, what I'm deeply passionate about, what makes me feel energized and alive, what drains me, what triggers me, what my core values are, what my non-negotiables are in life, and what I'm creating for my kids. And now life looks so different, right? I reconnected. Actually, this was a really interesting um, insight that evolved through this journey. So there was a version of me back in 2014 that kind of died when I left teaching due to burnout. But this version of me, the 2014 dawn and the dawn a few years before that, that version of myself was the most passionate, excited about life, 
authentic version. I've never felt more inspired and alive and like plugged in to who I really am than those years. So I would say probably from 2010 to 2014, I was, I mean, I was lit up about life. This dawn, this version of me paved trails that nobody thought was possible. I was still in the classroom. I was still a teacher and I was doing things that nobody else thought about. I would research all these things that other schools were doing. I would read and read and read. I would, oh my goodness, there was just so many things. I planned school-wide community events that brought our entire school community together in different ways and around really amazing causes like Alex's Lemonade Stand, raising money for kids with cancer. The last couple of years that I did this event, my students ran the entire thing. They formed different committees. They brought the entire school together and it was just amazing. Like it was amazing. And I was so proud of this version of myself that stepped into her passion and her authenticity, her excitement about life. And honestly, in the last couple of years, I felt like that version of me was gone. Like I felt like that version of me had died when I left teaching and it was so sad and I never grieved her. I never had like a proper, you know, goodbye or anything like that. So I reconnected with this version and I'm stepping into her again. I'm becoming more and more aligned with that version of me that I felt like was just so plugged in that version. Also the 2014 Dawn, she did not think twice about being judged or being disliked by anybody. Like she was way too busy. She was way too connected to her mission and her purpose. And like, she just, you know, she was a true explorer and trailblazer and connector. So that was really exciting as a breakthrough for this journey. I also, so breakthrough number two, lesson number two, I got to experience what freedom and joy really feels like with having so many new experiences and new experiences by myself, right? I discovered new layers of my soul. I have had so many moments and experiences that were just jaw dropping. Like they made my soul sing and dance. They made my heart almost explode with this newfound love for life. And that was really, really exciting. Takeaway number three, lesson number three, my relationship with my family, with my kids really started thriving. So when I started making me a priority, and I know this might sound a little bit weird, like a little bit selfish, but when I started making me a priority, my relationship with my kids really started thriving. And I started approaching them and approaching life and our experiences together from a lens of love and compassion. Lesson four, taking risks pushing myself outside of my comfort zone over and over and over has really rubbed off on my kids. I actually, I've seen them so many times exploring life in brand new ways. They started eating differently. So my daughter, you know, is looking at labels. She's eating a lot less sugar. She's more conscious about what's in food. They're eating fruit for breakfast. They're asking for different meals. They are trying 
you know, like at a restaurant going to the bathroom by themselves, right? Or my daughter would go into the bathroom to wash her hands and not need me to be right next to her. Or, you know, little things like this that were really scary for them in the past, they're exploring more and more about their independence and their capacity for, for doing things a little differently and taking their own version of risk, right? So that was number four. So number five, investing time, energy, and resources in me has really given me a whole new spin on life. One of the things that was hardest for me after being married for 15 years, right, was figuring out how to take care of my finances, how to pay attention to my finances and nurture my finances and not always be in this fear, right? Because it's really scary to be on your own. After 15 years, my ex-husband, right, had the steady job and the, the healthcare, the pension and, you know, all the things that come with that, that nine to five, right? And um, I really had to learn about financial care in, in a big way. So I feel now like I'm really making progress. I'm much more organized and I'm feeling a lot clearer about my financial future. So that has been really, really beautiful. My last big lesson is in this journey of deep, committed self-care this summer, I feel like I'm really stepping in to more of me. I mentioned before, you know, that genuine, that authentic, that unapologetic doesn't have time to worry about what other people are going to think or say. That is me at my core. You know, at my core, I've always been the person who was okay going against the grain. You know, not being scared to pave my own way and to uh, manage the obstacles, right? That inevitably appear when you're doing something different. So unpeeling all these layers of fear, that was a really big thing for me. Fear has kept me safe. It has kept me in my comfort zone for so long. The fear has also contributed to, I got way too comfortable being comfortable. You know, so I would, part of me would want to go explore a new trail or to go to a hike or do something a little different. And the other part of me was like, no, but you know, it's okay. Like you can just stay home. You can just stay in bed a little longer, whatever it is. So now I'm really nurturing and expanding this part of me that craves adventure, that craves spontaneity, that craves excitement. And, uh, and it's, and it just, it feels so amazing. So amazing. I also noticed I'm not people pleasing as much. I'm not saying yes to everything because now like I know what I want to do. I know what fills my cup. So if somebody wants to put something on my plate, but it's going to mean that I can't do what I know is going to really nourish me, I say no, and I don't feel bad about it. So that's been a really, really, really nice thing that I've learned. I also left partnerships that that just didn't feel good anymore. And I landed a dream job in a school community that is aligned to my values. And the leadership is cutting edge in the emotional wellness field. It has been amazing that this opportunity has entered my life. And to be honest, at the beginning of this summer, I 
did not say, Hey, I want to go back and work as a teacher. I want to go back in the classroom or I see myself going back into the classroom, but how everything has unfolded. I'm like, I cannot ignore what I have manifested that I haven't even been trying to manifest, you know, and it's been absolutely amazing. I'll do another podcast episode at some point about the, uh, the opportunity and, and what I've learned so far from, um, from taking this huge leap, but it has been just absolutely so fun and so awesome. So remember that when you're rewiring the brain, right, when you're changing your life, when you're stepping into something new, it takes time. And I knew that I knew in 2023, right in January, when I'm like, this year is going to be about me. I knew that it was going to take time to really develop this beautifully loving, compassionate relationship with myself. And I've been, as you know, right, I've been on this health journey to completely change my health from the inside out. And of course that's going to take time, right? The thing that can be really challenging is when our brain isn't on our side. So one of the things that your brain is always trying to do is keep you safe. And the way it defines safety is by keeping you in the same place you are right now, because where you are right now is safe. It's familiar. It's comfortable. But if you're ready to start your transformation, if you're ready to step into this healthier version of you, you got to do that on the inside first. When you change on the inside, your body follows your mind. So if you can change your thoughts and change the program in your mind, upgrade your software, you can change your life on the outside in a much easier way. It's almost effortless how you're able to change your habits and your behaviors and your thought processes, right? Your mental patterns, but you got to start on the inside first. So the very best place to start in my opinion, and I have seen this work beautifully with myself and with my clients. So you have to get into a practice of managing your stress, reducing your stress, optimizing your stress, because your stress can be a superpower for you. And you have to approach life. You have to start your day regulating your nervous system, your nervous system, your body's electrical wiring has to be functioning properly in order for you to make better choices, make healthier choices and develop the habits you need that are going to create the health that you want. So I actually have a free audio for you. It's only seven minutes and it's a great place for you to start rewiring your brain and your body for less stress, for more calm, more peace. You can grab this audio in the description. It's really, really powerful to practice this over and over and over. Your brain requires repetition. I created this audio only seven minutes because even though it's not as long as I would typically recommend, developing a practice takes time and developing a practice, once you have that habit, you know, it becomes more and more powerful and you can, of course, tweak and modify and adjust. And that's what I'm here to help you do. I'm here to help you and support you in creating the practices, the well-being practices, the practices around nourishing your body, your mind, your soul, that's going to support you in 
radically transforming your health, right? So grab this audio, schedule 10 minutes every morning. And if you can, every evening, really powerful to bookend your day with a solid practice for reducing your stress and rewiring your nervous system. The audio is basically helping your nervous system go to sleep. And when your nervous system goes to sleep and your subconscious mind is way open and receptive to change, it's like a rapid reprogramming of your software, which is going to help you step into that healthier version of of you, right? So grab the audio. It's such a powerful way to start and end your day. All right. So we're going to head into our exercise for today. Just a reminder, this is totally optional. If you are in a safe place and you're able to relax a little bit, maybe close your eyes. That's great. If not, that's okay as well. You certainly don't have to do this. Um, we're going to focus on in today's exercise is just slowing down for a moment, pausing for a moment and breathing. So for the next two minutes or so, I'm going to gently guide you on focusing on your breath, which is going to help your nervous system reset, find its balance, reset to homeostasis, which is the first step to making any positive change in your life, right? Your nervous system has to be balanced. So let's go ahead and get started. So if you just want to kind of take a nice deep breath and, you know, not trying to change your breath, but just focus on your breath for a moment. And then if you want, you can place one hand on your heart, one hand on your belly, and just go ahead and take a nice big inhale and a nice long exhale and try to make your exhale a little bit longer than your inhale. So really focus on exhaling all the stale air from your body. Bring your attention to your spine. How are you sitting? Is your back straight? Are you hunched over? Are you leaning to the left, to the right? Just check in with your posture. Maybe sit up a little bit taller. Allow your lungs to open up even more. And let's go ahead and focus again on a nice big inhale. Pause for just a second, kind of suspend your breath for a moment, and when you're ready, exhale. Excellent. When you're ready, take another nice big inhale. And exhale. If you'd like to imagine yourself breathing in and out of your heart or chest area, go ahead and do that. This is called Heart Focused Breathing by HeartMath. And this is a powerful way to create coherence in our body, to allow our heart and our mind to communicate with more ease. It's also a great way to encourage your nervous system 
to work out all the kinks, all the issues that it might have and set your body up for calm, for healing, for balance. So focus on your breath for just another moment. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes if they're closed. Maybe you want to wiggle your fingers and toes. Take another nice deep breath and welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Go ahead and grab that audio. Start creating a practice of wellness and well being. Your health will thank you, your future self will smile at you and will thank you for taking the step towards a better, brighter, healthier future. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. Remember to grab that audio and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Awaken Your Best Health podcast. You're here. So chances are you're on a journey towards health transformation. If you're ready to supercharge your well-being journey, I have a special gift for you. Dive in to a free seven-minute deep relaxation hypnosis audio, your ticket to melting away stress and unlocking a world of calm and vitality is right here. Go ahead and grab the link in the description. Buckle up because exciting times are ahead on this incredible adventure to your best health. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you on the next episode.